Hello, welcome to Chapter 3 Podcast, the show for readers of science fiction, fantasy, and romance. This is Season 3, Episode 13, and we are back with the next book in the Dark Olympus series, Radiant Sin, by Katie Roberts. And as always, if you are interested in joining us on Patreon or channel memberships, you do get access to exclusive bonus content for each episode, which is fun. And uh, this episode's bonus content, for those to look forward to it, we'll be talking about the recent drama on TikTok about clean fantasy, in quotation marks, um, and this myth of porn addiction slash reading smut addiction so it's gonna be really fun um enjoy <laughs> brianna's not heard about it, i think that's gonna make it even more fun because <laughs> brianna doesn't know anything about it anyways yeah it's gonna be our boat also if my voice sounds off my kid gave me something and uh, excuse me if i I'm recovering. I'm fine. At least it's not COVID. I took a test. That's good. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. Anyway, Radiant Sin. And Brianna, thank you for joining us again. I know Shay couldn't make it, but. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So what did you guys think? Had it go? I think I'm the most torn on this one to date, to an extent. Interesting. Because. It needed, listen, it needed like 50 to 100 more pages. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why. Because I the political intrigue, yes. The mm. relationship, yes. And then it just stops. <laughs> and I don't, it's, I don't know how it's It's very to abrupt. It's very abrupt. Like, I was like, I'm, I can't read the next book too early because I won't remember enough for the podcast. Mm. Like, I like to have it fresh. And I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that it's because of the macro plot that she did that, but it does mm-hmm. end really abruptly. Yeah. But I really liked it because the politics I did were like so good. And like the murder house party, that was fun. <laughs> the nod to Regency romance was just delightful. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> this was the first first one of the series where I was not rereading it. So that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, but you are right. It ended, I think like the last 50 to hundred pages was so fast. It felt yeah. like a whole little book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I would like more of that. Um, but I did really like, I love Cassandra. She is such a relatable character, especially um, me being the oldest sibling. Mm. Uh, I'm very much related to her in that way. Yes, same. Very relatable. I'm the baby, yeah. so I don't relate to that. <laughs> but okay. like, agreed. Like, it was like it was also my first time reading this one. I like, I never read it, so I was like, the whole time I was just like, oh my god, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is happening. And then I was like, oh okay, we're we're here now. <laughs> like, the way my jaw done. dropped when I we found out that Cassandra had dated Hermes previously, I was like, <laughs> what? I messaged Shay while I was reading it because she was reading it like the same time and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> she was like, just in case I could make it. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'm just going to message you as a react, but I like lost my mind. I let out like a noise oh audibly. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. 
this is the reveal I wanted. Yeah, I'm so I invested. I mean, everyone is, I guess, but I'm so invested in Hermes's story. And I just like want like at all the times where you get the little crumbs in each one mm-hmm. of the books leading up to it. I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to reread the whole thing once we get Hermes' book, just so that you can like see everything leading up to mm-hmm. it. Get a binge. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But it is funny that she keeps outshining everybody, like, in their own book. Yeah, it's true. And so, of course, Katie's making us wait to the last book to get Hermes' book. She's very good at this. That's what she always does. She's like, oh, you like this character? It's the last one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like how everybody's queer. Casually. Is I am I in Apollo is Demi? I don't like they didn't outright say it, but he he mentioned he did have the reading of, of well he said something like I'm like there's the affection for a person before the attraction. And I'm okay. like, yeah, yeah. Demi. So Demi, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. That was there. I had that moment. I was like, wait, huh? Okay, and so, then like didn't even think about it. Well, because I think a lot of times in romance, the Demi characters tend to be the female characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really nice to have, um, like, the, the male character be yeah. the Demi. I like those. I've read a couple now where the male character is Demi, and I really enjoy it. Talia mm-hmm. Hibbert has one. Yeah. And then I just finished reading a book that just came out that I'm obsessed with that I was going to talk about later, but Role Playing by Kathy Yardley. I'll talk more about it later, but also the hero is like by and demi and it's so good and they're old i'm all for i want more queer heroes mm-hmm. um in like straight passing books so to speak you know like that would be i don't know it's just always nice because like i feel like we don't get enough of that representation yeah so. yeah that's great um Thoughts on how she navigated the sort of employer employee dynamic here Chef's kiss. Yeah. I loved it. I, I can trust Katie to do a lot of things that I don't always find to be my GM, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate an employee boss book, but, like, they're not my go-to. But, like, I feel like they laid down. And, like, Apollo was so aware of, like, all of the things about it being, mm-hmm. like, a potential issue. And I appreciated that a lot. Like, you yeah. didn't have to, like, be told, like, this is why this might be a problem, which is what you often see in those books, I feel like. He was like, yeah, no, I understand every single issue with this. Mm-hmm. Which well, is why I, he avoided it. And I like how carefully she did the sub-dom relationship in that. Mm-hmm. And, I like, it really wasn't uh, a very extreme sub-dom relationship. No. But I think it was no. because in the back of his head, he was consistently like, well, outside of the bedroom there is a power dynamic and so you have to be careful to like toe that line Mm -hmm. in the bedroom Mm -hmm. yeah i loved his reaction when he found out her and hermes were dating that she was like into kink he was like oh wait wait what (laughs) yes yes please (laughs) because like hermes has a reputation (laughs) yeah yeah well i think it's interesting because in the reviews that I was looking at, there are people who were upset that they that it wasn't kinkier, given... I will say it's probably in- the most vanilla one she's done. Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder how much of that is the power dynamics issue, you know? Mm-hmm. I think so. I could see that. Like, I, I liked how subtly kinky it was because it felt like 
though for Katie, it's a very vanilla. It was still like kind of a nice, like, you know, this is just like a casual dom sub thing they're doing. It's not overly like intense of a situation. And I, it was fun to read that because sometimes I feel like it's all one or the other. This was kind of that nice, like, middle ground of, like, not just regular sex, but not, like, hey, we're going to, like, you know, hoist you in the air and spin you around and all this wild stuff where you're, like, I don't even know how that works. I got to draw a diagram, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and I think if you think about, like, in the grand scheme of the, the books, you're sandwiching this one between Wicked Beauty, which is polyamorous and cruel mm-hmm. seduction which is going to be poly and so kind of having that almost just kind of back to basics relationship mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of it kind of makes sense yeah well, for sure and and also thinking about the fact that this the majority of this book takes place over like a week mm-hmm. yeah you know so it's like this is the very early early stage of the relationship it's not like we're getting, you know, lots of time passing with them where that's developing. Like I can imagine that if you had, you know, a short or a novella of them later on, it might be more dramatic, but they're just beginning a relationship. Mm -hmm. This is true too. It is very quick. Like the time period in this book. I mean, all of these books time periods, like like, the timeline is like bananas. You're like, huh? Okay. This is two weeks together. It's a lot, but, but this one especially is yeah. very quick. And you feel and, the condensed timeline because mm-hmm. you're at the house party most of the book yeah. yeah, for that week. Well, and I think she's trying to navigate, like, putting in the romances with whatever her mm-hmm. idea for the macro plot is. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, balancing those things is a little tricky from what I can tell. Oh, yeah, for sure. Agreed. But I really, actually, I really enjoyed this one, I think, because there was so much. The macro plot really just takes off. It was, I I just was left stunned by the end, I feel like, Mm -hmm. about where the plot went. Mm -hmm. I wasn't upset that it ended, like, not in a nice bow or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I just... I just needed it to slow down just just a little bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> give us needed, a little like, more. Yeah. yeah. I almost needed, like, the epilogue of them together, like, in a month or two, in a way. But, like, we know we're going to see them in the next books. And, like, we just got set up for so many books Yeah, moving forward in the series, which is also bananas. Like, yeah, I felt like we just got all these characters shoved at us suddenly, and you're like, oh, yeah, these are the next books. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, here's the, here's what's really happening. I agree, though. I think an epilogue would be helpful, but I suspect she's not doing it because she doesn't want to spoil what's going to happen in the plot next. That's my guess. I wonder if she will do like an anthology app, not an anthology, but you know what I mean? Um, Like, like she did with Wicked Villains. At the end of it, she did the Wicked Mm. Villain shorts that Mm. kind of go in between, but she published it as one book. And then in each one, it kind of says, this goes after learn my lesson or whatever. Well, we got a bonus epilogue for Wicked Beauty. Did we? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm pretty sure there was. I the the Hades one. The Hades, like, bonus. I think there's a Wicked Beauty bonus. I might be Mm. off, but I swear there's a Wicked Beauty bonus. Interesting. Well, and I know that the, the next book coming out 
comes with a chapter with the wedding of, I think it's like Zeus and Hera's wedding, isn't it? Zeus and Hera get their own book. Mm-hmm. Don't they? Yeah, no, but they like won. there's, I think it's their wedding. Maybe it's a different wedding, but there's a wedding it, it, scene. It Hades and, no, Hades and Persephone are. It's not Hades and Persephone, but there's a wedding scene coming as bonus content in the Barnes and Noble edition of the next mm. book. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Which I have it's on her Patreon. That's why I have it. Okay. I was like, okay. why do I remember this? Yeah. And people were mad about it because people, apparently I didn't realize this, a bunch of people had issues with like the poly relationship in Wicked Beauty and that it remains open and it was in like poly fidelity. That's a whole other situation. I didn't oh, know this. Okay. I recently learned this and I was like, huh, I just didn't care. It was fine with me. No, it. I was like, whatever. It's like as long as everybody's happy and loves each other and consenting, yeah. like who cares? Yeah, that's what I felt like. I was like, man, okay. That's interesting. Maybe yeah. this is this says more about like some of the people I follow on TikTok these days than anything else. Though I don't know. Maybe who knows? <laughs> I, I, well, that's why I saw it. I saw some people talking about like a conversation about polyamory and like books and I was like oh this is interesting and they brought up Wicked Beauty and I was like hmm yeah you know I was like I had no idea interesting we have a comment Renee says she has a lot on her website for the series I should look at some of the bonus stuff for it it might be interesting there's Mm -hmm. a wedding in Hades and Hades what this comment says there's a wedding in Hades and Hades Jessica Hades Hades is the crossover between Mm -hmm. um, the Dark Olympus and the Wicked Villain series oh because there's there's a Hades and and they live in the same universe universe. right 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 right. okay yeah but I can't remember what the wedding scene is it's probably like listed on the Barnes and Noble well, I'm glad I have that one pre-ordered. <laughs> yeah, I need to go pre-order that I one. I didn't even know there was bonus content. I was just like, There yeah. is. Yep. It, it's only in that edition. So I did. I saw her talk about it on TikTok and I was like, done pre-ordering. See, I get them all through her from Patreon. So like, I never go grab the like, oh, special yeah. edition. So I'll either. I'll I don't know if this one will be on Patreon though. It will. All of them have been. She, um. Well, not the bonus content. Like all the books get mailed to you via her Patreon. Oh yeah, yeah. But the but she like, said I think she said in a TikTok that this mm-hmm. one is only in the Barnes and Noble edition. Yeah. No, I know. So I'll probably have to just oh, like, like go to Barnes yeah. and sit and read it. <laughs> oh, Jessica said that the wedding night bonus is in Susan Hera. So in that book, not okay. in. Or is the Cruel okay, Seduction on, not Susan's book? Right. No, no, no. But Cruel no, Seduction no. has. Something. Uh, I'm looking it up so because. Now. Okay, a bonus scene from Hera and Zeus's wedding and wedding night. I was right. It's Hera okay, and Zeus. Okay. I was right. Okay, I was. But don't they get a book later? Yeah, but they're already yeah, married. But they're already married. married. So this is so like because it's going to be they're already married because it was a marriage of convenient like a political marriage. Uh, I think it's going to be. I mean, that would be my guess, right? That it's going to be marriage and trouble. That makes the I mean, most sense. I, yeah. Yeah, or like them actually falling for each other. After I would, I would prefer that, prefer that over Marriage on the Rocks, but also I would trust Katie to do Marriage on the Rocks, even though it's my least favorite trip. I don't think it's that well because I think they 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 have a political marriage, and from right. what I can tell, I don't think they're really 
in love. So I suspect it would be like, hey, we're in this political marriage and now we're going to fall for each other. That's my guess. I'm here for that. Yeah, same. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's going to be that kind of marriage in trouble situation of like, we're not friends anymore and we're just doing this because we have to mm-hmm. versus a like, we were ever in love. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be really interesting, a scene from their wedding and wedding night, because I am actually really curious what the internal, the, what the internal details of their relationship are because we see them on Mm -hmm. page and they're they're kind of distant from each other but who knows really what's happening underneath the surface so I'm actually really curious to see what's what's gonna be in that bonus content yeah um which yeah I guess actually are are we then caught up yeah we're caught up to as like of today because cruel seduction comes out august 1st right yeah i think so so we'll be back for that in september yeah man you know august what 8th. i was like i gotta go check this okay. i forgot when this comes All right. out i'm also really excited for her uh hunt on dark waters book oh mm-hmm. yeah the pirates is that one queer? I mean, it's Katie. All yeah. of her books are queer. Probably. All of, yes. <laughs> it's Katie. I it's think, always queer. I, yeah. Like, I think she said basically that, like, unless you're explicitly told there's a straight character in a book, you can just assume they're all queer. <laughs> <laughs> we love a queer norm society. I love it. It's great. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, and, I, th- I want to say Hunt on Dark Waters is out, what, November? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think and that cover is gorgeous. So pretty. It is. It's a really pretty cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do we want to talk about additionally with this book? I mean, I feel like... I, mean, I feel like we got to talk about the politics that happened. Yes. So much happened. Yes. So I was just like, whoa, well, okay, okay. We are just everything. I love like, a house. We, we found out thing. a lot of stuff. We yeah. did. Midas is a piece of work. Mm-hmm. Unsurprising. Really and really interesting that Ariadne was trying to help Apollo mm-hmm. figure out what was going on. Yes. I'm so are I think we're were are we gonna get a book with Ariadne? Yeah, she is dark restraint. Okay. She's interesting. I like her. I do too. Mm -hmm. I I really want her. This is the first time we saw her, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think she was mentioned in Wicked Beauty, but she never had age time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was such an interesting character to see on page, and like how much she was just kind of like, "Yeah, I'm doing what I have to do," you know, kind of Mm -hmm. here to survive. But oh, here's the place we came from kind of you know hints and all that too which i thought was really neat to see yeah here's my laptop unlocked yeah you're <laughs> because welcome while this kind of like blew up the whole like mat like the macro plot and the world it also allowed to get even bigger yeah which yeah. i'm excited for because mm-hmm. the barrier is unstable so who knows mm-hmm. what's gonna happen um 
And now it's public knowledge. Although I don't know why it was ever private, I guess. Well, I guess, I mean, I understand, I guess, but that it's now public knowledge that you can assassinate mm-hmm. one of the 13 to take their positions. So what chaos Only is specific that going to ones, create? though, to an extent. Because right. you can't, like, do right. Zeus, Poseidon, Hades, and stuff, but. But other ones. A lot of the other ones you can, mm-hmm. like Hephaestus was. And I think also it was interesting to see how um, Midas used, like, stuff to get himself citizenship and then the house is secretly Hermes house and that's why she gave it to him because she's working with him kind of for information on someone we don't know a who. woman we don't a know woman. who this woman is or why she's so important confused when like it first started happening and I was like wait Hermes no Hermes is not bad <laughs> I will end this series now <laughs> They're getting a book. They can't be a, a full That's book. what I was thinking. <laughs> morally gray. I think, but they've always been morally gray throughout yeah. the series. Yeah. So, like, it works. It makes sense. They're going to be yeah. morally gray. Because, yeah, so yeah. we get that bit of info. And then I feel like it just gets wilder. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else I'm missing here. Like, those were the big plot points, I feel like. Yeah, Hermes, well, yeah, so Midas acts like he's trying to marry off his kids, but instead he's really there to get people to where he can get his kids to kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To take over, to get power. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah. And all the that, 13 and didn't bring bodyguards or security of any kind to this event. Weird. 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 Very like, weird. Why? I don't know why they would do that or why they would trust Midas because they know he's sketchy. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Questions. Um, but yeah. And um, what else is I going to? I don't know. I'm so curious about this woman because she's Midas's sort of benefactor or the woman mm-hmm. that he reports to. But he doesn't know much about her. She's who Hermes is looking into. Possibly a woman from her past who's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Who is she? I don't know. Yeah. I did love seeing the cameo of Helen in in the position of Ares. Oh, yes. That was so good. Talking about like the power suit. I'm like, yes, this is so hot. So good. I wonder if this woman is going to turn out to be like a Circe or a Medusa, you know? Mm. Yeah, I could see that. That would make sense. Have we had a Medusa yet? Did we get a Medusa? No. Stoneheart, the novella. Right, yeah. So, But I don't think we've gotten a Circe. Maybe a Circe. So, yeah, I'm wondering if that's, okay, that's my prediction. The the mysterious woman is Circe. It's it's the redacted character. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. She's I she's uh that. you know on the hunt for her, but then they fall in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that could be it. Like that messy past, it. bad breakup. She's <laughs> evil. Morality chain, maybe. I mean, Fingers crossed. I'm here for this. It could be so good. <laughs> we're not gonna know for a while (laughs) she is coming out like what to a year right now so like yeah we're we're at a steady pace i mean we'll have 2025 midnight rain in january 
Mm-hmm. And then Dark Restraint next August. Uh-huh. I mean, they're coming out, but it's it's not. So it's maybe by a couple years. A year from this August, we'll know. <laughs> Give or take. I don't know if it's eight or nine. I don't remember how many books are in this I don't series. know. Do you think that she's going to leave it I redacted until the synopsis of the book comes out? Yeah, I don't even think she's going to tell us in the synopsis. Yeah, I think so. No, yeah, maybe not. I don't think she will. I can see it. <laughs> we'll see. Like, no, I'm not gonna tell you any of this. My theory is that this woman is Cersei. That's my that's my theory. (laughs) Remember this moment. (laughs) Come back here. Yeah. I wish I had a release date for the next book because I would just put it in my calendar. Was Bethany right? Was (laughs) Bethany right? (laughs) Seriously. And have it alert me like once we find out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just really enjoying the series, and I like that she's doing so much political stuff because I, it's fun for me. It feels more like reading fantasy romance to a certain extent. It does, agree. Even though it's not super fantasy, but it fantasy adjacent. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels I, like I, contemporary fantasy in a weird way. Yeah. Because yeah. in the Wicked Villain series, there was very little macro plot mm-hmm. there's a little bit stringing it between the books but not this like overarching end on a cliffhanger kind of thing mm-hmm. um, so I love the, just the growth in her writing mm. from that to this mm-hmm. yeah and, and now Bethany I worry if you go back and read Book and Villains you're gonna be like this is actually terrible <laughs> <laughs> I've, I mean, read a, I I've read a little bit it's I mean it's it's, I it's different it's not yeah. If that makes sense fully. I feel like you could go and enjoy them just because they're really quick reads. Mm-hmm. And the know that they're not necessarily your jam. I think you would like the Tink one. Tink's okay. is pretty good. Okay. That one is good. Good to know. That, yeah. Okay. That's Renee says, this is fascinating because I have no love for the politics. Well, yeah, Renee, am I wrong in remembering that you generally don't like politics in books? Because I feel like that might have come up at some point. See, Jessica I mean, says that says the politics is why I'm here. Yeah, I mean, I'm here for both. Like, I'm here for the relationships, and I'm here yeah. for the like macro world plot because I think I mean these weren't written in such a way that I feel like I'm just reading like interconnected standalones. These are written to be connected standalones, kind of yes. almost. I mean, you can't start you can't start with Radiance in. No, you can't. No. Like this, we have hit the point of you cannot start with this book. You mm. could start with any of the other three, and then yeah, I think so. around, yeah. and you'd be fine for the most part. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I just I think the blend of it works for me because it depends on the book on what I want. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, because some interconnected standalones annoy me because I'm like, no, you do have to read this in order. Correct. <laughs> I love that you remember that, Bethany. Like, <laughs> Renee is one of my patrons, so like we, you know, she's in book book club with me all the time. So I'm like, I feel yeah, like I know what is... you like. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I read her reviews on Goodreads because they're always very entertaining. <laughs> I'm about to go find Renee on Goodreads. I'm you should not go find her. Her. I want to go read her reviews. I always like to see what she thinks. It's great. I'm always looking for like very specific people on mine, so I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows my taste more than me. <laughs> I feel that sometimes, though. Right? It can happen. It can happen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I um, 
I gave this, I don't know what you all rated this. I gave this four stars. I just really enjoyed it. But honestly, I think the politics and the plot and the setting at the house and everything really bumped it up for me. I liked the romance fine, but that on its own was not mm-hmm. enough. I was like, I need more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So based on the romance, this was more like a three maybe, but the, I think for me, the, the other stuff really bumped it up. I'm sitting somewhere like a four, four and a half somewhere in there because like, I really loved, like, I really liked them as a couple. I didn't like how it wrapped for them as a couple though. And then like the politics, I was just like very excited for info. <laughs> on this and what is going on because i just have been dying to know what is going on seriously i gave it three and a half but i do think that if i reread it later down down the road i'd probably bump it up just Mm -hmm. i i think that towards the end i was drowning a little bit (laughs) in just the overwhelm um Mm -hmm. but i think actually izzy i liked the way that they ended um as a couple Mm -hmm. um just because I was really afraid at the beginning because she was dead set on leaving. And you're like, well, it's romance. So we know they're going to end up together. Is she going to sacrifice and stay with him? But this like, is true. The way that worked they, out worked well. When she was talking to her sister and her sister being like, mm-hmm. no, actually, I my life is here. Mm-hmm. So then she felt like she could step back from her sister. I, I liked that part, too. I did, yeah. too. I just wanted, like, a more on-page time of them as a couple is really where okay. I was struggling. Like, I needed... I just needed like 25 more pages of them together yeah. in a way. Cause I felt like we were like together, together and then somewhat ripped apart at the end. Cause we had to go like, there were so many other the, things happening. Murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> what's going on. And then it was just like, okay. I, and like that part worked. I think if like we'd gotten just a little bit more before, or even like said the epilogue almost of like, mm-hmm. just like, I wanted to see Cassandra thriving a little bit in her mm-hmm. decision versus just like, and I'm saying, we'll but not because of you. Maybe we'll see it in Cruel Seduction. This is true, though, because we saw Aries I mean, and yeah. we saw uh, P-Boy. Right. <laughs> we probably and- will, but there's something about getting that in the couple's book that's more yeah, You know? Yeah. Agreed. But like, and, like, that part was really rewarding, like, thinking about Wikipedia and then seeing them all again. And, like, you know, he won't, he doesn't wear suits or whatever, which is really cute. Yeah, I do like, think though that if we would have had an epilogue, it probably would have broken up the macro plot too much. Probably. This is also true. Like, this is like the dream world. I just have to think like, about it. Have these things, right? Of a series. This is I'm, like the middle. Yeah, and that's I think we are like right in the middle. So like I feel like mm-hmm. this is when series like through no fault of their own when they're this long suffer a little bit because you're right in the middle of everything happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're trying to, like, like there's a big turn and twists mm-hmm. and information being revealed and that being balanced with still having the relationships kind of do what they need to do. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? I hear it, like, keep hearing something. My dog is snoring. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I was like, what? Is, what she I literally <laughs> laid down right like across from the laptop and it's just knocked out. That's kind of funny. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, what am I gonna do exactly? Like I can't be yeah. like, hey, get over here. Yeah. She's like, uh-uh, yeah. I'm sleeping. <laughs> so ASMR sound effects by Millie okay. coming your way. <laughs> take it. I'll take it. Renee says she loves doggy snores, so we're good. We're good. She's full of them for you. That's funny. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like there's, I don't feel like I have as much to say about this book as as mm -hmm. much as a lot happens. I, there's just a lot of unanswered questions. A lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. 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 yeah that's I the just, problem. Because like, I feel like I was like, there's so much to talk about and there is, but it's also just like, what can you say? Except I wonder about this, and I wonder about this. It was kind of like we just like threw a rocket over there, and just everything exploded, and mm -hmm. hopefully, it all figures itself out in the next three bucks. Yeah, like what's up with the Minotaur, and what's up? Yeah. With, like you know, there's just there's so many things I'm wondering about, which is good. I'm excited for the next book. I'm so yeah. so curious. I'm so intrigued. Same. Which, that's impressive, because you know what? A lot of series these days kind of lose me, where I'm like, I liked it. I don't know that I'm that... I don't know that I care enough to keep reading, you know? Four like books there in. Are, Yeah, or even a couple books in. There are series that I, I'll pick up the first book or the second book, and I'm like, yeah, I liked it, but I don't know that I need more from it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that I'm this curious to find out what is going on i i don't yeah. think it's suffering from middle book syndrome which i think like it kind of is a, like it's even though it's technically the fourth book it feels kind of like the second book because yes. neon gods and electric idol could really be standalones mm -hmm. um, in the world and so this feels like it could be a second book but it doesn't it doesn't have that like lag in it in fact like it ramped up the yes stress <laughs> yes it did for lack of a better word uh jessica says cassandra should have hit the dude when he started to stir i would have knocked the shit out of him but that's just me <laughs> yes yes oh i was God. like cassandra come was like, on Why? like hit him do something you're just standing there come on yeah because he has to say the thing so why don't you stop him agreed <laughs> but no <laughs> the logic not there you're gonna do I, but i i do agree with that wholeheartedly. you know sometimes in high stress situations you don't do the thing that you should be doing true <laughs> hindsight's true. 2020 true i also appreciate that with cassandra we got another oh oh we could talk about this we got another plus size heroine and she goes and gets this like fashion designer to make all of these beautiful clothes for her i was like yes yes Go live my dreams, Cassandra. <laughs> I love how Katie writes plus size characters because mm. it's like when you are seeing it, especially when it's in the male POVs, like when, when you're looking at it through his eyes mm -hmm. and like the just the way that sh that he will think about her. Um, mm -hmm. she, Katie does this like in a lot of the a lot of her books. And it's just it's so empowering as a plus size person mm -hmm. to be like, oh. That's cool. I, you know, because you always right. think like, kind of negatively about yourself. And so when you like yeah. kind of hear it from somebody else, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> but it's well, not in a way that's reality. like fetishizing, you know? Because yeah. like, it's not, like, yeah. It's not at all. Like it's it's done really well. Well, and it's like the reality of like, yeah, you can't just go buy a thing off the rack. Like that was discussed in Electric Idol, mm -hmm. um, where he's like, we'll just go buy your clothes. She's like, that doesn't work. <laughs> That's yeah. not an option. It's like no. Nah. Um, and I just like I. It's it's just nice to see it happen in the books. And you're just like, yes, thank you for acknowledging the freaking struggle that clothes shopping is. Mm -hmm. So true. 
I love it. I just, I love that, like, and that she, may, like, made her lingerie and the whole thing. Like, it was just, it was, that was great. I loved, I loved all I that. did love the reveal of one bed also in this. I do think that was really funny. Yes. And then her being like, oh, no, these are what my pajamas are. <laughs> that was also very amusing. <laughs> Why didn't I just wear leggings and a t-shirt? <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> As good. I am sitting in leggings and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in bike shorts and a t-shirt. It is what it is. You know? <laughs> That's great. I love it. Oh my gosh. Let's yeah. see. Jessica says, I love how it was Psyche was the one to take her. Yeah. I know Callisto was there too, but she was unneeded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's good. Yeah. And I love how they were like, no, no, no. You're spending his money. Just, <laughs> you're spending his money. Just, it's fine. just embrace it. It's a business expense. Because there's nothing that makes me more mad than when the heroine won't spend the guy's money and they're rich. I'm like, just spend his money. Spend Who his cares? Money. <laughs> spend well, it wasn't the even money. the hero's money, wasn't it? It was Zeus's money. It was yeah. Zeus's money. Yeah. Spend yeah. Zeus's money. Again. Who cares? Seriously. Like, he has plenty. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I can't wait for a cool seduction. I know. I'm so excited. Wait, remind me who is in that one because I get them. I get that one. So that's the one, isn't it? Like a knot, a poly knot. It's like more. I think it's Aphrodite. Is it Aphrodite? Aphrodite. Aphrodite. I don't remember. I think we saw some of them in the background of this where there's like mess. There's like some real messiness. It's going to be messy, messy. It's going to be so messy. Let me see if I can Katie Roberts. Um, I know, I'm trying to get back to it. I had it open a minute ago, and then I closed it. Accidentally. Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, so Cruel Sidining is Aphrodite, Hephaestus, mm-hmm. Adonis, yeah. and Pandora. Oh, yeah. yeah. I probably said those names wrong because I'm not Greek. That's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be super And we dramatic. got... The preview for book seven, Midnight Ruin. I keep calling yes. it Midnight Rain. It's not Midnight Rain. It's Midnight Ruin. Um, <laughs> it's whatever. It's one letter. It's, it's swap. It's fine. And because that one's uh, your Dicey's? Eurydice? Eurydice? Orpheus yeah. and Charles? Orpheus and Eurydice. Oh. Because yeah, they were. Awesome. Okay. I'm. Oh, wait. And. Ch- oh. Uh huh. So we got the apology bits okay. in this one for that, and then yeah. I'm I'm expecting like big grovels, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which should be nice. Be good, it's gonna be good. I'm excited. Yeah. So Hera and Zeus are not until book nine. Yeah. yeah. And then so it's ten books because then Hermes is yeah. last. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> Midnight Ruin and Darkness, Dark Restraint will likely be the 2024 books. Yes. And book eight and book nine will be the 2025 books. We oh, may so not get 26, 2026. We may not get until January 2026. What? Oh my God. Oh. <sighs> uh, That's a from my grave. It's so long. It's too long. It's too long. But what are you going to do? Like, Katie's doing a lot of stuff. She's writing. She really got a lot going on. I'm happy so. because she's not burning herself at both ends yeah. of this candle right now. Because she was, yeah. and like, 2020 was just, like, 
so much came out and i was like this is a lot yeah yeah well and she already has like all of these reprints coming out too of Mm -hmm. of old indie stuff right which is she editing or changing those at all or is it just like i don't think so no i think it's i think they're just repackaging it for larger audience i mean well now the mafia trend is like um dark in the time you know like the titles are more mafia e i feel like for now and the floral covers are more current cover trends Mm -hmm. so it makes sense but maybe some bonus content in some of them i don't think so though Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yep yeah well any uh topics final thoughts on this you wanted to talk about I do appreciate that Apollo was kind of a cinnamon roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was. Like, especially when the first time that they slept together and, like, he was the one that wanted to snuggle afterwards. And he was like, <laughs> you don't have to stay here all night, but I have to hold you. Yeah. <laughs> like, Literally. Yeah. You're actually a secret sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fine, do your aftercare. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> that's good it's good yeah it's been fun yeah i'm excited for the next one and then our long way same i wonder how long that one's i mean i guess people already have arcs of cruel seduction so um but like with it being four people plus how big this politics like this world is getting Mm mm-hmm Either it's going to be rushed again, or it's going to be a big book. Hold on, well, I can tell you. Can see. Yeah, I have an arc of it, and it's just staring me down. Yes, I have an arc. I already have an arc of uh, Midnight Ruin. <gasps> really? I didn't even know those were out yet. What? I got Danielle White for the pirate one. Very salty about that one. <laughs> oh, I, I got, I got that one. Uh, it is only three hundred eighty-four yeah, pages. Wow. Yeah, on Edelweiss, right before the next book drops, they always put up the the next one's arc. So, like, uh, I always go get it <laughs> and then stare at it. Because I'm like, I can't read it too soon. Right. Yeah. Even though the temptation is there to just, like, read it immediately. But yeah. I'm like, no, you need to sit on this and yeah. read it close to the release. Fair. No, but I did get approved for Hunt on Dark Waters. So I'm probably going to read that. I'm <laughs> I'm very curious to hear what you think of it. It's same. <laughs> it should be interesting. Um, yeah. It's fun. Oh, and so next month, because we're, we're taking a month off of this series so that people have time to get the book and read it. So me and Izzy next month are going to be doing an episode instead on um, Kushiel's Dart and Cassiel's Servant by Jacqueline Carey. So mm-hmm. it should be fun. I'm excited. Me too. I've already started because they're so. Oh, good. I need to start soon. Now that I listened to a chapter okay. uh, before the podcast because I was like, you know, we need to start this. It's a thirty-hour yeah. audiobook. Yeah. One. Yeah. Well, and, and then, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a reading vlog for them. I am also. too. So yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, they're long it's just, books. It's a big commitment. <laughs> it is. It'll well, especially for you, Izzy, because you don't usually read like long books i've read these this is a reread for me book one though so yeah yeah we're gonna see how much i remember 
it'll be. This fun. is why I started immediately. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we finished a book. We need to start this book, and it's a good call. I'm gonna read one a weekish. We'll see, give or take. Nice. nice. That's the goal. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so we've got that coming next month. Mm-hmm. We are going to move into On My Radar, where we'll share recent or upcoming book releases yes. we're excited about. But first, if you enjoy the podcast, as always, we appreciate if you take a moment to rate and review us so we can reach more listeners and comment down below any thoughts you have. And um, if you're watching us on YouTube, that is. And if you're interested in getting exclusive bonus content with every episode, consider supporting us on Patreon or through YouTube channel memberships. Huge thanks to all of our supporting patrons, including our world expander patron, Stephanie. Thank you. You all make what we do possible. And uh, as I mentioned, the bonus content for this week is going to be discussing some recent TikTok drama surrounding clean fantasy and romance and the myth that uh you can be addicted to porn or um reading smutty romances so it's gonna be a fun time so join us for that if you're interested uh there are some really good books coming out so i'm i just i have to gush because like literally right before we got on here i finished a book that just came out and i love it and everyone should go read it role playing by kathy yardley excellent it is a geeky queer older people romance so the heroine is 48 the hero is 50 he is bisexual and demi which i love that for the hero they're super nerdy. She's got social anxiety. They meet each other through an online gaming group. It's just, it's it's everything. I love it so much. That sounds wonderful. It's really good. It's so relatable, too. I'm so excited for this one. It's so good. Her, her son has just gone off to college She's been divorced for several years. It's mm-hmm. it's great. Anyway, um, Izzy. Yeah, uh, I'll do Forget Me Not, which just came out today by Julie Soto. We uh, I listened to it because we got an arc via the Libro FM audio listening program. Uh, and I liked it so much and gushed about it and got a NetGalley copy to like up my score. I was like, oh, I got it on Libro. Let's get it on NetGalley. Uh, and then got emailed by a mutual that works for forever and was like, do you want to, do you want to, do you want a physical arc? And if you know me, I don't take a lot of physical arcs. Uh, I don't request them very often. It's just not my thing. And I was like, yeah, I do. I really do. <laughs> uh, and I love that so much. I like this book. I was like, yeah, yeah, I do I actually need a physical arc. <laughs> and I realized she's going to be at like steamy lit and about lost my mind. So this is like one of my favorite books of the year. Uh, this is Raylo Fick with the serial numbers shaved off a little bit, though. So if that's not your jam, this is not going to be your jam. But he is a florist and has taken over his dad's shop. And she is a wedding planner and does more like niche small weddings. And it's a second chance romance where they are working together while she works on like her biggest client yet's wedding and have to like kind of navigate everything. And Elliot, yeah. He is telling the story of the past and she's telling the present story. And then we like merge together into their like current day. It was just fantastic. It sounds like such a weird setup. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to think of this. You know what I mean? Like it's such an interesting setup, like a wedding planner and a florist. Yeah. And it just all paid off. Like there was good tension. 
I'm like literally going to reread it probably in the next week or month. Who knows? Pretty soon. I was like, I want to reread this already. Like, I don't know. It just gave me all the, the, the romancy feels. So if the cover piques your interest or you keep hearing about it and you're like, maybe I should try it. You should try it. Even though, even though it's Raylo coded, but it's not like that. It's not, it's not love hypothesis Raylo level. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it doesn't feel like that. Like it's a much, it's much more like toned to down. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, you know, I think it could work for people who don't always love the fic with the serials filed off. Right. Right. Slash smudged off sometimes. Oh my God. Um, If you are a fan of like Katie Roberts' writing, um, and if you haven't tried Emily McIntyre, she also does kind of like a twisted, dark retellings um and her most recent one is crossed and it's coming out on august 1st um and it is a dark steamy retelling of hunchback of notre dame uh which is sounds wonderful the cover is also absolutely stunning um but she has a bunch of them so it's like peter pan there's a lion king retelling which is really just hamlet retelling um but then this one is hunchback they're all standalone novels in a larger series um and then also just as like to support her she's actually finishing her last round of chemo tomorrow um so you go support her (laughs) yeah that's great um okay so one i want to read we just got the duchess effect by tracy Livesay, which is the sequel to american royalty so it's continuing the story of the main characters from that which i really enjoyed american royalty i feel like it got mixed reviews but i liked it um but it it's about a black american robber named duchess and her relationship with this like uptight british prince it's great <laughs> um so yeah i enjoyed the first one so i'm gonna probably read the second one it's either about to come out or like just came out this week so i think it just came out today too. I, I feel like everything came out today everything came, yeah i feel like like is- i was looking at a new release list for today and i went okay everything in July like everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, my other one is Play to Win by Jodie Slaughter. I don't know if you've read this yet, Bethany, or not. Mm-hmm. If you got an arc or anything. Okay. Um, this is her second book in her Green Creek in South Carolina series. And it's about um, one of them. She wins the lottery and has to, like, reconnect with her ex-husband. Like, her sep- they're, they're not divorced fully. Like, they're just separated so that they can get divorced and finalize it. And he's like, this is my chance. This is my chance to fix this. So I'm very curious where this is going to go. Because I do love, I love a, like, I'm going to fix this marriage in trouble situation. Not a, like, I cheated or, like, something big happened. Like, I think they just, they got married young and, like, couldn't figure out how to grow together. Mm. And now he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not giving you up. We're going to figure this out. So I'm very curious to see how this plays out. Interesting. It sounds fun. And a lottery. I mean. Yeah. Just always a weird, you know, an interesting different setup. Yeah. Which one? What was that one called? Play to Win uh, play to by Jodie Slaughter. Yeah. Um, okay. 
um, interestingly enough, on the terms of lottery. Um, there's a book, I and I haven't read this one yet, and I've actually never read it from the author, but the cover sparked my interest. Um, it's called Curves for Days by Loa, Laura Mower, mm-hmm. and it's about a plus-size heroine that wins the lottery um, and gets, like, thrust into, like, the spotlight. So then she moves to the, like, tiny town in North Carolina, and it's a grumpy sunshine romance between her and a contractor that is like helping her build this house. And it sounds really cute. I think it's a debut as well, but it I is a debut, yeah. Like uh, I got sent it on NetGalley and I was like, this sounds delightful. That sounds <laughs> so really I, like, thought, I was like, yes, yes, please. And the cover is her, so cute. Her butt is just like <laughs> I love it. That's a compliment. I was just like, damn. Exactly. <laughs> that is ass forward cover. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I had two others on it. Okay, hold on. The title is popular. Who's the author on that Laura one? Laura Mower. M O H E R. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I had a couple others. So a rule book for Restless Rogues by Jess Everly is a queer historical romp about two lifelong best friends who find romance as they join forces to save the one place where they can truly be themselves. Sounds cute. That does sound cute. So if you like a queer historical romance. Um, And then I'll just do my other one. And then if y'all have anything else to throw on, you're welcome to. The last one is a novella, More to Love by Georgina Kirsten. So this looks really adorable. It's about to come out. It's a uh, male-male romance about bookstores and coffee shops. It's got plus-size rep and bisexual characters and autumn vibes. And the cover is really adorable. I keep forgetting that comes out this month. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. I keep forgetting yeah. this. Because I keep get, I follow her on TikTok, but I keep getting like about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I can't yeah. wait to read this. Yeah. Over my brain. That's an out in July. Yep. Sounds soon. So yeah. Anybody else have anything else? Cool. So go check all of those out. Thank you all for joining us. I will be back on July 25th with Liana to talk about Tower of Swallows by Andre Sapkowski. So if you're joining us for the Witcher read-along, stay tuned for that. And then me and Izzy will be back in August to talk Kashiel's Dart and Cassiel's Servant, which should be fun. Again, this has been Chapter 3 Podcast. We're your hosts, Bethany and Izzy. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Chapter 3 Podcast. And, of course, you can always follow us on our individual YouTube channels. Um, Join us. July 25th for our next episode and this episode's bonus content will be available to patrons and channel members in the next few days. Thanks for listening.